It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. Since my beginnings in radio at Voice America in, I think it was, yeah, it was not too, not too long before my deceased wife passed. I think it was April 2013. I've been sticking my nose wherever I feel like doing it. Wherever light needs to be dispensed, I'm going to dispense it. And I am a solution-oriented type of person. Uh, we we accomplish nothing by kvetching, complaining, and bitching about things. But if we start looking for solutions, we'll find them. Although I must say what I'm going to talk about today is going to be a challenge. But I am on the cusp of knowing something about it. So we're going to talk about a lot of things. But one of the things, the title of the show is, Can uh, Vaccinated People, covid with people uh, vaccinated with the COVID vaccine, can they pass the COVID-19 disease to un, um, unvaccinated people? And then another thing I'm going to talk about, this is an interesting article I found. Um, should children be vaccinated as well? Not only COVID, but all the other stuff all the other vaccines. I've heard that before most babies leave the hospital, they've got, they've received 33 vaccines. Um, 
they didn't do that when I was a kid. I think they might have given you smallpox. I still have the mark from the smallpox vaccine. I think that was about it. And back then they weren't using thermocell to uh, preserve the vaccines, which has mercury and formaldehyde and all kinds of other non-essential and non-beneficial elements for a human body. Unless you want to embalm it. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, where shall I start? Okay, let's start with the children. All right, this is from the Our Garden newsletter. This is a natural supplement company that I've been involved with since, geez Louise, a long time. What was it, like 90, 1991? Something like that. A long time. All right. Uh, and the, the title of this groundbreaking study shows unvaccinated children are healthier than vaccinated children. This study adds to a growing list of published peer-reviewed papers that compare the health of vaccinated children to the health of unvaccinated children. Those studies suggest that we have long underestimated the scope of vaccine harms which I'm going to be giving you some information on on the COVID uh, shortly after this. Um, and, uh, and that the epidemic of chronic illness in children is hardly a mystery. Uh, by Alex Mayer of Children's Health Defense website. Unvaccinated children are healthier than vaccinated children. So let me say that again. Unvaccinated children are healthier than vaccinated children, according to a new study published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. The study, the, the relative incidence of office visits and cumulative rates of build diagnosis along the axis of vaccination by James Lyons Wheeler, PhD and Thomas and Paul Thomas MD was conducted among 3300 patients at Dr. Thomas's Oregon Pediatrics Practice Integrative Pediatric. The study the CDC refused to do. Since 1986, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention CDC has been legally obligated to conduct safety such studies on uh, conduct safety studies and issue a safety report on children's vaccinations every two years. In 2018, it was determined they had never done so. It is therefore incumbent upon non-governmental groups to do the work the CDC refuses to do. As the leading governmental organization driving vaccination among Americans, the CDC refuses to incriminate themselves in the epidemic of childhood chronic illness. It is a classic case of the fox guarding the hen house. They are complicit in creating an evidence vacuum to deliberately manage against the possibility of the public turning against vaccination. Since the Lyons Wheeler and Thomas study demonstrates that Vaccinated children have more chronic illness and, again, I'll say it, 
vaccinated children have more chronic illness and were also more likely to get respiratory infections. Those who downplay vaccine risk will be sent into another round of uh, apoplectic machinations to attempt to invalidate the result. When the research highlights, uh, highlights anomalies that diverge from a dominant scientific paradigm, it is important to remember the, that the playground of science is not in proof, but in the accumulation of evidence that bolsters an emerging paradigm. The Lyons, Wheeler, and Thomas study strengthens this emerging paradigm that vaccines cause more harm than previously documented and characterized. A perfect pediatric practice to study health act outcomes among varying rates of vaccination. Thomas's pediatric practice follows the Dr. Paul approved vaccine plan, allowing for fully informed consent and parental decisions in making vaccination choices for their children. The plan was developed to reduce exposures to the aluminum uh, containing vaccines. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I didn't put in there, aluminum, which is associated with brain impairment. (laughs) (coughs) And to allow parents to stop or delay vaccinations if some telltale signs of vaccine injury were starting to appear. Conditions like allergies, eczema, developmental delay, or autoimmune conditions are typical signs that a child's immune system is not processing vaccines normally. These conditions serve as early indicators to help the parent and pediatrician consider slowing or stopping vaccination. As such, Dr. Thomas's practice has an incredible mix of children who range from fully vaccinated to partially vaccinated to not vaccinated at all, making it the perfect pediatric practice to mine for insights into the side effects of vaccination. The Lyons, Wheeler, and Thomas study was conducted among um, pediatric patient records spanning 10 years from the Thomas's practice in Oregon. Instead of using odd ratios of diagnosis in the two groups, the authors found the relative incidence of office visit was more powerful, even after controlling for health care exposure, age, family history of autoimmunity, and gender, the, associate, the associations of vaccination, vaccination with many poor health outcomes were robust. Unvaccinated children have less fever, seek 25 times less pediatric care outside well-child visits. So that would be like regular checkups. The the study found the vaccinated children in the study see the doctor more often than unvaccinated children. The CDC recommends 70 doses of 16 vaccines before a child reaches the age of 18. The more vaccines a child in the study received, the more likely the child presented with fever at an office visit. So they displayed fever or had the symptoms. The study had unique data that allowed researchers to study healthcare seeking behavior 
unlike increases in fever accompanied by increased vaccine uptake, which is accepted as causally related to vaccination, increases in vaccine increases in vaccine vaccine acceptance was not accompanied by a major increase in well child visits. In fact, regardless of how many vaccinations parents decided their children would have, the number of well child visits was about the same. Any concerns that the non-vaccinated or less vaccinated children want to avoid the doctor are unfounded and puts the jaw drop droppingly large difference in office visits and perspective outside of well child visits or like I said regular checkups uh, children who received 90 to 95 percent of the CDC recommended vaccine for their age group were about 25 times more likely than the unvaccinated group to see the pediatrician for an appointment related to fever compared to their unvaccinated counterparts Vaccinated children in the study were three to six times more likely to show up in the pediatrician's office for treatment related to anemia, asthma, allergies, and sinusitis. No ADHD among an unvaccinated. That's a subtitle. In a stunning find sure to rock the psychiatric community, not a single unvaccinated children in the study was vaccinated diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, while 0.063% of the un, of the vaccinated group were diagnosed with ADHD, likely due to the vaccine-friendly planned parent-doctor decision-making at Dr. Thomas's practice. The overall rates of ADHD and autism in the practice were roughly half the rates found in the general population of American children. Low levels of chickenpox chicken and whooping cough in vaccinated and unvaccinated. And this is another uh, subtitle. Regarding the, to the question of whether or not vaccines prevent uh, the infections they are intended to prevent, a quarter of a percent of the vaccinated were diagnosed with either chickenpox or whooping cough, while a half percent of the unvaccinated were diagnosed with chickenpox, whooping cough, or rotavirus. Significantly, there were no cases of measles, mumps, rubella, tetanus, hepatitis, or vaccine-targeted infections in either the vaccinated or unvaccinated during the 10.5-year study period. Vaccinations, uh, and then another subtitle, vaccinated 70% more likely to have respiratory infection. Vaccinations do appear to make recipients more generally susceptible to infection. So it is ironic, yet not surprising, that the vaccinated children in the study appeared at the doctor's office for respiratory respiratory infection, 70% more than the unvaccinated. This finding is likely why vaccinated children presented to the pediatrician so um, present to the pediatrician so often with fevers. Your grandmother was right when she asked why kids these days seem to be sick all the time despite heavy vaccination. Conclusion. 
Since the study found healthcare seeking behavior could not be did not explain vaccination rates, the only remaining explanation of why vaccinated patients require more healthcare for symptoms of chronic illness associated with vaccine is that vaccines are not only associated with adverse health outcomes, they're also associated with more severe and chronic adverse health outcomes. Recalling that 54% of children and young adults in the U.S. have chronic illness that lead to lifelong pharmaceutical prescriptions, it seems that a lot of human pain and suffering could be reduced by adhering to the informed choice regarding the true risk of vaccination and heeding the signs of vaccine sensitivity. Although the authors call for more studies to be conducted using similar methodology, this study certainly should certainly cause pediatricians to pause and wonder why they're contributing to the lifelong illness in some of their patients. Okay. And then there's a note from the author. Our daughter, Shauna, who is now 44, has never had a vaccination, as well as our grandson, Tyler, who is 15 years old. Our grandson has never needed to see a doctor outside of a well-child visit. All right. Well, thank you on this. Uh, you can call me at 818-570-5443 to add a comment or proffer a question. Uh, you can also text me. I'll try to check the t my text messages at 714-296-2328. Okay, let's get down to it. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go into more fun stuff. Oh, yeah, are we having fun? Oh, by the way, see, yeah, and I'm, in, I'm watching uh, the non-border crisis at the uh, Biden administration, the clown, the clown president, uh, the ringmaster of the three-ring circus of the bazaars, saying there's absolutely no border crisis, and I'm literally watching people flood over the border on Fox News. Ha-ha, <laughs> yeah. Okay, y'all might want to, uh, whether, I'm, I'm sure Republicans have already. If y'all are a Democrat, and I'm neither, but I am conservative, um, you might want to, in fact, I'm, I'm almost begging you to call your representatives and your senators, your state rep, for your, uh, your national and, uh, represented um, member of House of Representatives and your senators and tell them, go back to what the Trump administration was doing. There's no benefit for you in this stuff. There is a benefit in the many pedophilic Democratic legislators, most of whose crimes have been covered up by uh, behind the scenes come, uh, paying off of people that have been wrongfully sexually assaulted and or abused. You should also ask that they only do the smaller, the uh, six or seven hundred billion dollar infrastructure bill proposed by <coughs> the Republicans because, and here's why, do you want to know why? Why doesn't someone call me or text me? Come on, come on, man. 
Okay, I guess you're intimidated. <laughs> I actually had this one very intelligent man that was was very reticent to come on my show. He he had heard that I don't treat guests well, and I don't know who the fork dreamed that bullshit up. Um, but anyway, he found out otherwise when he had the courage to come on my show. I won't use his name because I didn't get permission to do it. But he is in one of the archives here that are on iHeart uh, that are uh, archived at. Uh, Hollywood Talk Radio and the Solution Revolution, and also at www.iheartradio.com, www.iheartradio.com, www.iheartradio.com. Ah, it's just slinging. It's just, it's just speak the speech. I pray thee as I pronounced it to thee trippingly on the tongue. Uh, from Shakespeare, but I don't remember which one. Maybe uh, a Midnight Tempest. I'm not sure. The fact that I still remember that stuff from uh, college back in 1966 to 1968 at Cal State Fullerton, my English professor. Oh, God, I wish I could remember her name. She was really into what she did. She was highly knowledgeable and in ancient English literature, and good God, she was beautiful. Woohoo, man, boy, in how all us dudes, all us guys were making comments all the time. Oh, I wish I could remember your name. She was at in the English department at Cal State Fullerton. If anyone knows who, uh, if anyone knows who. The English professors were then. I know Dr. Pitkin was one. He taught me composition, and I'm grateful for that. But um, how to write. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, which one of those things do I want to look at? Uh, not that. Not that. Okay, here's something from my friend Andrea Mitchell uh, Marshall, who has uh, been on uh, my show twice, and she's a really good interview. Andrea is a great, is a great person, um, and she's made my life better by knowing her. She's been a supporter of me in the shows, which is muchly appreciated. So here's something from Andrea. It says, "Interviewer Karen McDonald, uh, who is a Canadian, on the effects of vax." ones are people who have been vaccinated. My close friends, close uh, 91 years, was spry and youthful. Friend's primary doctor told her to get the jab, one, two punch, the two jabs, and within three days of the second jab, was in error with swollen, painful lower leg and was sent home. Uh, no, um, uh, let's see. And now in hospital with severe breathing problems, how do these doctors justify their bribes? This is heartless mass murder. Um, and I have to tell you, Andrea is one of the most least judgmental person and the most loving per per person I've ever met. So if she uses those comments like that, <laughs> I'd be more prone to do it. Then you have to know that... Um, uh, you have to know that we got real problems. 
Okay, let's see. What's this one about? Uh, oh, this is a little bit off topic, but still germane. So uh, there's probably going to be some real election fraud that's uh, revealed in the forensic audit that's finally in the process of going forward under the Arizona voters. It's known that there are at least 40, at least 40,000 votes that look very suspect. And that would have been more than enough to flip the state to Trump. And it's hopefully will follow that the other states like Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania are also looked at because I know just from the information I gathered from my book in search of the, uh, a nation of deceit, uh, revenge of the deep state, that there would be a lot of irregularities. And it was even worse than what I predicted. And what I predicted was really bad. I predicted that things would be changed remotely in the computers, which was done. But they were also double counting uh, ballots, multiply scanning them back and forth. I saw pictures of that and that were taken surreptitiously. Um, it would be nice to have a president that gives a shit about us that didn't even take the money that he got. And you gotta wonder, you know, you have to wonder, or you should wonder, I have to wonder, maybe you could wonder, and maybe you should wonder, why all of these people are letting, are being brought up here. Is Joe Biden making money off of this? I mean, he is a world-class grifter. I have no proof of this, but I have a strong intuitional feeling, and I trust my intuition uh, at 100% or more. <laughs> because I've been using it so long to ascertain things. At times I get a little arrogant about it, and I apologize if you think I am. I'm really not. I know that that all creation and all thought and everything comes from our Lord God Creator. And anyone that thinks they've invented anything or even written a book, uh, like I have a lot of books with my name on them, but the inspiration came from above, I can assure you. Anyone that thinks that they've created or invented something is, <laughs> is um, deluded, misinformed, if not deluded. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's another thing, too. And this is the thing, why not hemp plastics? Well, I was talking about hemp plastics two years ago after I saw this documentary on 60 Minutes on one of those islands from World War II. I'll, 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 hopefully I'll remember the name. Uh, one of the South Pacific Islands where they found in, in, in dead birds, they found uh, pieces of plastic with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bottle plastic and stuff in their intestines. Um, and 
since uh, since the California current runs from Asia to the Western United States, we we have to know that that plastic came from China or Korea or Southeast Asia or Japan or even Russia. But irrespective of where it came from, the hemp plastic breaks down completely, whereas petro petroleum plastic just breaks into small pieces but never biodegrades. And it's those small pieces that get in birds and fish and animals' intestines and cause a problem, which is significant, should not be ignored. And right now, um, I was just eating last night at Zorro's Restaurant in um, Shell Beach, California, part of Pismo Beach. And the uh, straw I got was paper, which is like they were when I was growing up. But I'm thinking the hemp might be cheaper. In fact, I'm positive it is because you can grow a lot more hemp of the same volume in the same time as you can with um, pulp-grown trees. Like there's certain trees that are grown just to be, after 10 years, cut down and, and sliced into small pieces of cellulose so that they can make paper out of it. Oh, you didn't think I knew about that, huh? <laughs> Surprise, surprise, surprise. All right. Um, uh, Rebel, do we have any questions or comments? I don't see any right now. Okay. All right, I guess they're, I guess the apparitions are running the show. Where is Casper? He's supposed to be a friendly ghost. Maybe he's eating his toast. <laughs> wow, I'm really trying. Oh, okay. I need. I know where I need to go now. I forgot. <laughs> I need to go to my phone. Oh, I was supposed to go gold mining this weekend, but I changed my plans. And um, I have a really good friend, Arthur, that I met at uh, Pismo. Uh, the uh, San Luis Obispo Gym and Mineral Society, which I belong to. and um, But anyway, I didn't go. Um, they didn't get any gold, though. Um, it showed me some pictures, some quartz right here. That's pretty cool. I mean, I really like I really like Arthur Carlos. He's a great disposition, much mellower than mine. I admire people that have things that probably I should have. But don't have. But then again, you know, you don't even know what it's like being in my skin unless you're a Scorpio, and not just a Scorpio, a Scorpio born born on Halloween. It's an intensity that uh, it's an intensity that's hard to control. There was that song by the Moody Blues, "Ride, Ride My Seesaw." Da -da -da -da. <laughs> I love the moody blues. They were moody and they were bluesy. All right. Um, now, this is from my friend JC, but I'm not going to use his last name. Ah. Um, 
they're finding really high levels of gamma waves are coming in. I guess I'm going to have to click this to. Yeah, it gives the amount. Oh, the the normal amount would be in the trillions range, and now it's in the quadrillions range. It says record break breaking light is more than a quadrillion electron volts of energy. Twelve gamma ray hot spots in space suggest our galaxy harbors powerful up particle accelerators. Um, and then it shows the an observatory in China, the LHAASO. Same to you, buddy. <laughs> in China, observes ultra high intensity light using detectors spread across a wide array that will eventually cover more than a square kilometer. Well, they have. Uh, They have even bigger uh, ELF, extra low frequency, very low frequency, and ultra low frequency uh, generators that can cause all kind of havoc on Earth. Maybe someone, at, someone, maybe someone will call or text me and ask me why. Why? Tell me why you lied. And why? <laughs> uh, That's a Beatles song. Um, okay. Uh, I'm just going to synthesize this. The highest energy gamma ray detected was about 1.4 quadrillion electron volts. Oh, that might wake you up. Uh, for comparison, protron, protons in the largest accelerator on Earth, the Large Hadron Collider, reach a mere trillion, mere trillions of electron volts. So we're learning more and more things about where we live. Okay, now let me run down this next thing. I think this was also from JC. Oh. Yeah, that's one I want to read this to. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at this thing. Uh, I'm under. Uh, um, Rebel, can I play? Uh, can I play a YouTube? Uh, audio through my microphone. Will it come out okay? Um, you could, but you run the risk of a copyright infringement. That's why I asked you. Okay. Well, I don't want to be a copyright infringer, and I do not want to be a copycat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's really funny. Uh, just Google, just on, on, on um, YouTube, Google the, uh, what would work? Uh, use the search for Hitler spoof. It's, it's called viral spoof video from the web of Hitler going mad and the unmasked world. It's, it's, it's related to mask and Hitler. It's, it's really funny. You can trust me, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor of natural medicine and I'm a I'm a doctor of humor and I'm a doctor of 
research and many other things. All right. Uh, good kid. Don't get cocky. All right. This is from Nobel Prize winning virologist Luce Montagnier. I think I pronounced it right. Here we go. Nobel Prize winner Luke Montagnier um, says mass COVID vaccination, an unacceptable mistake that is creating the variants. Oh, golly. Run down and get that jab so we can have some more variants to deal with, Sergeant Carter. Sergeant Carter, can I go get another jab so I can cause some more new viruses? as I am. Okay. French virologist and Nobel Prize winner Luce Montagnier called the mass vaccination. By the way, Luce, L-U-C in French means light. What a lucky bastard that guy is. What a lucky person that is to have that name. Uh, Luc Montagnier called mass vaccinations against the coronavirus during the pandemic unthinkable and a historical blunder that is creating the variants and leading to deaths from the disease. He says, it is an enormous mistake, isn't it? A scientific error as well as a medical error. It is an unacceptable mistake, Montagnier said in an interview translated and published by the capital A, R, capital R, capital A, capital I, capital R Foundation U.S. Day yesterday. The history books will show that because it is the vaccination that is creating the variants. Oh, yeah. And yet, here they are. They're paying people now to get the jab. They're giving them uh, free tickets. If you go to a baseball stadium and get the vaccination, some of the places are giving you uh, free t tickets for future dates. Huh. Wonder if you'll be around long enough to use them. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, many many epi epidemiologists know, know it and are silent about the problem known as antibody-dependent enhancement, Montagnier said. It is the antibodies produced by the virus that enable an infection to become stronger, he said in an interview with Pierre Barnieris of Hold Up Media earlier this month. While variants of the virus can occur naturally, Montagnier said that the vaccination is driving the process. What does the virus do? Does it die or find another solution? It is clear that the new variants are created by antibody-mediated selection due to the vaccination. Vaccinating during a pandemic is unthinkable and causing deaths, the winner of the 2008 Nobel Prize in Medicine for Discovery commented. The new variants are a production and result from the vaccination. You see it in each country. It's the same in every country. Deaths follow vaccination, he said. Yeah. And yet they're telling you to get vaccinated. Oh, yeah, get vaccinated so we can kill you, morons. Yeah. Reminds me of that scene from Cheech and Chong's next movie. Help, 
Help me, Wamba. Help me, Wamba. That was one hell of a funny movie. Uh, the new variants are a production and result from the vaccination. You see it in each country. It's the same in every country. Deaths follow vaccination, he said. A video published last week on YouTube uses data from the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington to illustrate the spikes in deaths in numerous countries across the globe after introduction of COVID vaccination, confirming Montagnier's observation. The French interviewer pointed to data from the World Health Organization showing that since the vaccines were introduced in January, new infection contamination, new infections contamination have exploded along with deaths, notably among young people. And remember, at the beginning of all this, Bologna Rama, Bologna, Bola, Holy Bologna Rama, Rama, Jama, Jim, Flama, Fama, that, that the younger population wasn't even being affected. So this is how you get into an effect. This is what you call, this is what you call a black op. This is how you kill off a bunch of people as listed in Agenda uh, 2021 and Agenda th 2030. And we're, and, and indeed we are, I do believe we are in 2021. Although, I have to say that the, the months and this year is passing by so far, I can't even keep up with it. What think ye? Can any, does, does anyone, are you, are you seeing the same thing? It may have a lot to do with those gamma rays coming in. It could be causing a, a distortion in the space-time continuum. But then again, I've been told many times by many different scientists that space, that time doesn't even exist. And yet, the seasons exist on Earth. We have four seasons, which are a type of a cycle of some sort. Anyway, yes or no? Yeah, I'd say yes. Yes, Bill, for me. One yes here. Um, five yeses with five fingers on my left hand and five yeses on the five fingers on my right hand. <laughs> and also for my 10 toes, 20 boats. Um, Um, Montagnier, who is a professor at Shanghai Jiao Tong University, said thrombosis or blood clots have been an unexpected problem linked to the new coronavirus vaccines, and the cause of AstraZeneca's vaccine is being the cause and the cause of AstraZeneca's vaccine being pulled in several countries. The head of the Canadian Public Health Agency. Teresa Tam told a press conference Tuesday that there are now 21 confirmed cases of vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombo, thrombocytopenia, or V capital, all in capitals, V-I-T-T, including among three women who died from the blood clotting disorder potentially related. Potentially linked to AstraZeneca's vaccine, and another 13 cases are under investigation. Montagnier said that he is currently conducting research with those who have become infected with the coronavirus after getting the vaccine. 
Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported in April that it had received 5,800 reports of people who had breakthrough COVID after being vaccinated, including 396 people who required hospitalization and 74 patients who died. I will show you that they are creating the variants that are resistant to the vaccine. Montagnier, Montagnier said, wow, I'm running out of time. Slip sliding away. Um, The, French, the famous French virologist created waves in April 2020 when he told a French television show, a television station that he believes SARS-CoV-2, the new pandemic coronavirus was man-made in a laboratory. Of course, I've told you that more than a year ago. Um, the presence of elements of HIV and germ of malaria and the genome of the coronavirus is highly suspect and the characteristics of the virus could not have arisen naturally, he said. See, this is what you call genetic engineering. The shit didn't come from a bat in a wet market. Might add some bat DNA sequenced in there, but <laughs> not the idiotic SpongeBob solution they were proposing. The... Um, Though he was ridiculed by French experts for having a conspiracy vision that does not relate to real science, Montagnier published a paper in July 2020 supporting his claims that the novel coronavirus must have originated from human experimentation in a lab, a theory that has recently resurfaced and considered the most likely origin of the virus. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to get to another paper. I just want to remind you, you need to support the show. If I don't feel wanted, and only way I know that I'm really wanted is if you support the show. And you can do that through purchases in our prod products. We're also very close with uh, my uh, Dr. Vedic Science, Dr. Sam Paul, getting ready to unleash our... Yeah, our uh, uh, charitable contribution classes on Kriya Kundalini Yoga, which will be life-changing for anyone that takes it. And you can see the beginnings of this on www.positivelifewithyoga. www positive life with yoga you can also get my things on my website www.drrobertnewton.com and any of the things that i'm going to talk about right now that aren't on there yet just ask for them i get them out to you people are liking the uh, ultraviolet flashlights the few that have used them and also the pinhole glasses which improve your vision through biofeedback and also the 7% hydrogen peroxide, which I'm not ready to ship yet because it's a volatile, uh, it can be an explosive substance and I don't really want to get in trouble uh, with the uh, USPS. <laughs> like, like, I got enough of the people and, the, and different government agencies crawling up my tuchus, trying to silence me. 
through radionic attacks and other kind of things they like to do. Of course, I send it back to them uh, a thousand times stronger than they send it to me, and they usually wind up dead on the return, return to sender. <laughs> yes. I'll teach you how to do that, too, in that class, eventually, when you get to the more um, expert level of doing it. Um, and all my books are on there. My books are also on um, Kindle and Amazon and a bunch of other places, too. All right. Let's see. Let me get to. Wow. So little time. Holy mackerel. Uh, pictures. I'm not even going to get to all this information. I need to get a parrot to help me. I can, I'm uh, sometimes I'm a pirate. Maybe I should get a. I should get a. I have many swords, and I should get a parrot on my shoulder that could do some talking for me. <laughs> I should, Caramba. <laughs> I'm replying to my engineer. She's telling me you're running out of time. Okay. I guess I'll do the rest of this next week. This one I want to get in. The CDC released the latest death figures uh, following the experimented COVID injections this week. And the death toll now stands at 4,647 people, which my wife keeps telling me, oh, you know, they're not talking about it on the news. I say, yeah, they're not talking about it. It's a cover-up. So there we go. That's from their own data, and they underestimate all their data. So just you can increase that. So 4,647 people have died from the jab, uh, adults and children that have been recorded as dying after receiving one or more of the experimental COVID injections. To put this number in perspective, since the CDC continues to claim that these deaths do not establish a causal link to COVID-19 vaccines, these deaths now exceed the total number of deaths uh, reported to capital V-A-E-R-S following vaccination, the vaccination uh, control center, I think that's what that is, following vaccination in the past 22 years. So more deaths then from all the other vaccines in the last 22 years, as in this one, I think, is it month or maybe year? Wait a minute. I guess for the whole little more than a year that they've been doing this. Um, from 1-1-1999 to 11-30-2020, that's the time of that there's more deaths from all of that time from other vaccines to just this one from about a year. The last month before the COVID shots were given emergency use, there were 4,571 deaths recorded to a span. Shit. Uh, a span of 22 years uh, deaths following vaccinations 
where, where infants and toddlers under the age of three. Because of this, the next targeted demographic to receive experimental COVID shots, children. This Friday, 5-21-21, data dump, CDC. Okay. So, there you have it. I have a whole bunch more stuff. Hopefully, I'll remember to give it to you next week. But just the thing is, the point is, from their own statistics, which they tamp down, which they deliberately underestimate. And in fact, I found from one source that I shared with you last week or, or the week before last that they talked about whatever numbers they give you, you should multiply by 10. So maybe the deaths are more like about like 47,000. Oh, interesting, isn't it? Which is about the number of deaths yearly that were happening from influenza A and B. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, I'll be having solutions for this. I'm working on something to reprogram people's DNA that's been uh, that's been changed by the vaccines, which I talked about, especially the Moder- Moderna and the Pfizer ones that are inserting new DNA into your or new RNA, which is like a a computer program into your DNA, which is a computer itself. That runs the show. So, uh, have a great day. Have a great week. Namaste. Namaskar. Shalom. Salam alaikum. Doc out. <laughs>